having those experiences where the youth are with an adult and they are uh, making a meal for somebody or they are um, doing something for someone where it's in that ministering capacity, but they have that adult there, so they're not they're not totally alone. So it kind of it kind of eases them into okay, okay, we can do this. Let's have the courage. Let's let's step into the the service pool a little bit. Let's think about someone else. I think those experiences um, can really really help. And also also just having more talks with them of what can you do for your family or your friends without getting any recognition for it at all. It's time for another episode of The Cultural Halt, and I'm interested to see where this episode goes. A couple weeks ago, I put out the shout out and said, hey, you know what? If you feel like you would be a good guest on The Cultural Halt or you know someone, you can reach out to us. And today's guest did exactly that. We've had some interaction in the past with some of my previous jobs. In fact, I converted her myself to The Cultural Hall. Follow my example and convert your friends to this here show. It's Abby Payne. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm excited. Now, uh, I hear the last name Payne, and I think about uh, Ed Payne, who used to produce music and the spoken word. Is that relation? Yes, he is my father-in-law, my very beloved father-in-law. He's amazing. Okay, okay. And uh, I actually knew the answer to that. That's a little spoiler for everyone. She's sitting in a room with Emmys in it. Emmys and pictures yeah. of Ed with former presidents, both of the church and of the country in this amazing, yes. uninsulated room. So you should be yes. Patreon saying, if for no other reason than to see all of the stuff in the backdrop of Abby's video and the cute, the cute coat that she has to wear because it's four <laughs> degrees in the room in which she's recording. So oh, I appreciate no, your sacrifice. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. It's This is what you do to get privacy away from... <laughs> your little kids sleeping and yeah three kids uh tell me a little bit about like how you met your husband and a little bit about who you are where you live your interaction with the church yeah yeah so <clears throat> so i've been i've raised i've been raised in the church my whole life i'm i'm i find myself lucky to be one of those people um i met my husband in at a wedding actually okay and, love was in the mind and you're like hey what do you yes. think so same day you got it done Yes. So there was, um, so there was dancing of course. And my mom, I was, so I was just out of high school. This is in 2008. Um, and <clears throat> of course my mom was there. My whole family was there. Um, we, both of our families knew the bride and groom. And so anyway, so she, of course I was dancing cause I, I grew up ballroom dancing and she, I didn't really have anyone to dance with. And so she saw, this handsome young man in the corner. And she just said, Hey, she went and, you know, talked to him and said, Hey, there's my daughter dancing over there. Do you want to go? <laughs> Do you want to go ask her to dance? And so we did end up dancing. And then we actually went on a date the next day. Uh -huh. um, we went boating, which is funny. Yeah. That's uh, as, a <laughs> as a first date. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, swimsuit. Yay. But no, the rest is history. It, it was great. It was, it was all, all great from there. So in, in my, uh, in my mind's ear, I have your mom's voice pegged with something like this. Who there's a cute boy. Go dance with that cute boy. Like yes. something, something yes. very uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, very maternal. Oh, very, sure. 
very <laughs> lovingly sort of nosy, but also made it so that you were able to, you know, be with your husband. Yes. Yes. Well, she is very, um, well, it's funny because one of my cousins was also there and she, and she knows my, my husband's side of the family and she knows my family obviously because she's my cousin. And so she went up to me or my mom and was like, I love this right here. What's <laughs> happening. You two together. This is great. So go to weddings. Anyone yeah. who's looking. <laughs> yeah. So let <laughs> me ask you, th- let me ask you this. How long uh, was it from first meeting to getting married? Were you the traditional so, pretty young got it done? Uh, I was very young when I got married because, because like I said, I was just out of high school. So I did not get married until I was 20. And I'm proud to say that Yeah, N- nothing against people who get married at, at 19, but I was happy to say I was uh, barely 20. <laughs> um, so I, I was, um, yeah, it was a year and a half later. So we knew we wanted to get married that December. So this was in the summertime. We knew we wanted to get married six months later, but because of school and other things, uh, we just decided we needed to wait a year. And so we waited a year and got married December of 2009. So, okay. okay. And, uh, you mentioned kind of in your introduction as well, that, uh, you're, you're grateful to have kind of been raised in the church ever any moments of like, I'm not sure about this whole thing or like, well, I'm going to press pause and I'll be back. Um, no, I mean, I've had, I've had moments where I know that if I'm not vigilant, you know, holding to the rod that like, especially in the last five or so years that Satan is just working his tail off on everyone who has temple covenants. Um, but, uh, but no, I no, there, I have been, I, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of spiritual gifts. Everyone has a lot of spiritual gifts. And I, I feel like I've been, uh, fortunate enough to be blessed with the, the gift of, of belief and and of faith. And, um, but I understand, I understand people who, who do need to take a pause and, and explore their own relationship with Christ and their family and their community and things like that. So I understand. Absolutely. You know, it's fascinating, uh, kind of talking about that, like, uh, you know, the sabbatical or the pause or whatever. I think in, in generations past, I, I think that we treated that a little bit differently. Like we're like, Oh no, they're lost. They're gone away. And it seems like maybe in the last couple of years, and hopefully it's not a, a thing that we're kind of being, you know, tricked into or whatever, right? That we're sure. being get away. But but those people, I have met several people who like you know, not weren't, you know, mad or anything like that, but sure. just really needed that moment to be away. And then when they came back, man, they were they were stronger than ever and and, yeah. and more compelled and you know, more converted. But in the past, I think we would have been like, well, they're done. They they have let go of the rod and they are headed to the spacious building and we will never get yeah. them there. Well, and I've I've learned a lot of that. I my maiden name is Richards, and so my family thinks they are um <laughs> uh LDS royalty and uh-huh. to a fault sometimes. And I love them all. I love them all for it. But um, but there are moments where where I have to where my previous younger self that, that wasn't as didn't, hasn't met as many people, my, my younger self, more naive self would have, would have maybe thought that, but I have, I have thankfully learned more not to judge too quickly and to just love the person like Christ would. And yeah. Anyway. Uh, Now, when you say Richards, which Richards of, uh, of Mormon royalty are we claiming? Like Willard Richards, more late related to him. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's cool in some circles. In other circles, people are like, I don't what I don't even know what that is or who that I is. I know. Yeah. So you don't so I don't mention it unless I know someone who might know. Like yeah. it's it's it is very cool. I'm very blessed. I just you just have to remember, you know, you're you're not better than anyone else. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um yeah. and so uh yeah, just, just I, things like that. Yeah, I've got a I've got a friend who's a McConkey and also a friend who's a Hinkley. And it's so oh. funny how in certain settings they're like, and they almost like dramatically pause for it, right? They're like, oh dear, hey, my name is McConkie. And you just watch people go, ooh. And then yeah. in other circles, it's like, I don't, I don't, that probably means something by the way that you just said that, but I'm yeah. not making the connection with whatever it is. So you, yeah. you mentioned you have uh, three kids. Tell me about that. How's that? Um, so it's been, it's been great. Just like, I knew I wanted to have them kind of quick so that I could be fairly young as a, as a mother. And so, so and my done, first, would, and done was that part of yes, it? Yes. Young and done. <laughs> my last, my last, uh, was, was born in 18. Uh-huh. Um, so he's four right now. Oof, so the um, thick of it. Yes. Yeah. So I have a, I have a nine-year-old, eight-year-old and a four-year-old. So it's just fun. They're little, they're great. And I just have to remember to soak up the moments because it'll all be gone. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're in a rare spot too, where, um, you know, you mentioned getting married pretty young, getting kids yeah. out of the way pretty quick. And, uh-huh. now, and now you're looking down uh, the barrel of like returning in a space professionally come the fall. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. So I'm so, I mean, like, like my story is fairly typical for, for the Latter-day Saint culture, but I, but I still, I still value it. And I, I feel like there are some notable aspects of it, but, um, but yeah, so it's nice. It's, it's, it's been interesting. You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very analytical and also like, you know, stay right on the rod, like mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. <laughs> and so, so while I've been having kids, I'm like, I can't work. I can't work. <laughs> but I, especially in this expensive world that we live in, I'm just like, and, and, you know, meeting other moms and, and realizing there's so many different stories and backgrounds of, of people who need to work and lots of things I've, I've realized, okay, you know what? Being a mom is number one. And I need a sense of identity outside of that. Yeah. And, and I've always known that I've always planned on working once my kids were old enough, but like I, for example, I recently started working part-time just this last, uh, since September, I've been TAing um, at a local school here, which has been wonderful. And, um, anyway, so it's just provided a balance and I could, I could spend an hour talking about moms and work and things like that, but (laughs) it's been, it's been good. So, yeah. And so in, in the fall, you're headed into a full-time is that the is that hopefully hopefully i'm looking right now yes i that's what i'm looking for so i'm excited i'm i'm going to be teaching math um full-time in a middle school hopefully i prefer middle school to high school because i i don't want to be teaching kids who look like they're 25 right now and so (laughs) (laughs) i just i need kids to still look like kids Uh and so um Anyway, so that's my plan is hopefully in the middle school somewhere. And I hear that they're in high demand. So hopefully I won't have a hard time. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think you've put yourself in an excellent position where you're like, I want to teach middle school, which for me, I'm just no thank you. And then you want to teach math and you're like, here, I could work at literally any school in any of the districts for 250 miles around me and they would gladly take you. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm excited. It's it'll be fun. To and there's some around. element of that too because you look so young 
that I'm sure they'll be like, can can we please make sure I'm in the middle school? Because in the high school, they'll yes. be like, uh, excuse me, young lady, you need to get to class. And you're like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a no, no, no. Here. Well, and I'm five, two. So it just and if I don't wear makeup, I look like I'm 12. So <laughs> it's just one of those things. I just I need that space because I'm a generally a friendly person. Mm-hmm. And with teachers, you can't there's a clear line there, friend. You, mm-hmm. you know, there's they say be friendly, not a friend. And mm-hmm. so anyway, so it just is a good reminder for me to see kids that are younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, let, let's actually take a break. Uh, in the second sure. and third blocks of this episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit. It's a little bit of like kids these days. Get off my lawn a little bit. It's a little sure. bit. I think that might be how we go. Uh, but Abby, it you know, she wants to focus on some things that she feels like we could really uh you know, do maybe a little bit better in teaching our kids some things that maybe we can focus on and uh, some things that maybe she's observed that's like, okay, so we're doing this and maybe we need to stop this and instead do this. It's not a lot of shoulds or shame, but I think it's going to be a really beneficial episode. So let's take a break and come back and do that in the second and third block of the cultural hall. Best DJ in Utah.com. It's been a while since we've had a new one of these, and I apologize for that. It's because I've been so busy DJing events all over the country, uh, but especially here in Utah. Been able to do some great, uh, you know, weddings. I've done a, a prom or two for different listeners of the Cultural Hall. I love it when you uh, reach out to me at bestdjinutah.com, or uh, you can find the phone number online as well. I would love it if you say, hey, I heard about you on the Cultural Hall, because maybe, just maybe, I give a Cultural Hall discount. Uh, All sorts of events. It doesn't have to be a a wedding. It could be a community event. Maybe it's a ward or youth activity. I'm doing one of those this summer. In fact, just lock the deal down on that. Uh, whatever it may be, if you need music to accompany your event or you just need a great MC, I would love to be able to help you out. You're simply going to need to go to bestdjinutah.com. Hi, friends. Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. You can get a brand new PC Laptops desktop, and they start at only $29 a month, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. Just check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Here in the second block of the Cultural Hall, you might make a good guest. Maybe you know someone who might make make a good guest, or you just like to suggest someone. It's contact at the Cultural culturalhall.com uh would love to know about that person or about you uh and 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 really you know if you're just like oh this person that you have no connection to might make a really good guest you can send those along too sometimes i'm able to look them up and find out that i do know someone who is connected and i would have never considered that person it's great we love knowing uh what you want to be listening to so it's contact at theculturalhall.com best part emails never close abby What's the matter with kids these days? Oh, (laughs) well, the only thing I can really say is what's the matter with me (laughs) based on my history, because I don't spend I don't spend a lot of time with the youth right now. Like like I'm in an elementary school right now teaching as a as a TA, which is great. And I don't I don't see too much, but I have I guess I have I have taught um, uh, like violin and piano lessons to some youth and what's the matter is in general <laughs> i feel like we spend too much time nourishing their egos and their precious little egos and building them up and not enough time putting them in 
a little bit of hard realities sometimes. I I was kind of one of those those youth. I grew up very, very nurtured by my mother. Love her dearly. Love her mm-hmm. dearly. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And she's the reason for a lot of my confidence in my youth. But um, but uh I just kind of wish like I've hit I've hit a few a few moments in my um adulthood where I'm realizing uh, just a, a, some things that I've been um, kind of quote unquote addicted to, I guess, which okay. is that, which is that uh, validation, that good job, you're amazing. Oh, you're crying. What's wrong with you? Let's talk about it. Um, and you know, as an adult, everyone kind of goes through that a little bit as an adult. But I, I feel like we need to have more of these conversations with youth of, of where do you really get your validation from? Is it from? Is it? Is it? is it supposed to always come from other people or is it supposed to come from your savior and your heavenly father? And like, where does your rock, where is your rock? And, and anyway, so, so there's just that little bit of that where I feel like we need to change it up a bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask a lot of questions cause that's, it's a little vague, the concept of what you're talking about sure. you said that you've had some experiences where you yourself have kind of walked into something and been like, mm, okay, what's going on here? Get, tell, tell me that story. Tell me the thing where you go, Oh, Hey, what am I doing here? Yeah. So, so as I've gotten older, I realize. I've had some moments where I've just, I'm just in tears and I call, call my mom in tears and I'm saying, mom, what, ha- what did I spend all of my youth doing? I, I kind of rethink everything. I think a lot of people hit that way, especially in their thirties, they kind of rethink their whole, their whole youth <laughs> and just kind of reevaluate who they are as a person. And, um, because I spent most of my youth, um, uh, doing musical numbers, lots of musical numbers, and very involved in, in, in ballroom and extracurriculars and violin and piano. And it was fun. It was awesome and amazing. Um, but I get to my adulthood and it's, it's like, it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be on stage performing the rest of my life, especially if I plan to have a family, um, or, or do anything that's uh, a little bit more realistic. You know, some people do get to do that, which is wonderful. And that's amazing. Um, but, uh, there's just some moments where I'm like, okay, I don't have, you know, people, people aren't going to clap and give you, (laughs) and give you a a gold star every time you change a diaper, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you have to have that, that base of, of knowing who you are, knowing what you're doing is right and not needing someone to pat you on the back all the time. And, and we are changing that a little bit with our youth program. Like, um, and in full disclosure, just to kind of give you a perspective, it has been technically 15 years ish since I've been in the, in the youth. And so in the youth program, and so they have changed a lot. They haven't, it's not quite so merit-based, you know, like step-by-step and, and all these little, um, little things that they give the give the youth, like, like the personal progress program used to do. Sure. And um, like for the boys, the boy scouts and the merit badges and the, you mm-hmm. did the thing and you get the thing and here's another thing. And you got the other thing. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. So we have stepped away from that a little bit and it's, a, it's more broad, which I like. I like that it's including the parents more and involving them more in, in making these goals and, and helping develop these youth to become good uh, well-adjusted adults. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just feel like I, I have had moments where I, I have felt completely unprepared because, because everything that I did was fun, but it wasn't like, I don't know, there wasn't like this, this thing to fall back on. There wasn't these moments of like, oh, this is that thing that I learned in young women that one time, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. I hope that makes a little more sense, but anyway yeah maybe take me to one of those moments do you remember one of those moments where you're you're the fed up or you're crying moments where you call mom something specific that you were just like and then maybe walk out what what could be done or what could have been done different that would have provided you the strength to be able to make it through yeah yeah um well i remember i was crying and i was on my bathroom floor that's always where it is right for women it's like crying on the bathroom floor and and i just i'm just trying i'm trying to think it was it was it was just a moment of total desperation i felt like you face you face these moments in adulthood where you realize some bad habits you've developed like i said the habit of of needing validation needing that pat on the back needing that encouragement constantly and you can get that sometimes from like your parents or your spouse um, but your spouse is not your therapist, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a, a very important <laughs> thing to realize in, as you get married. And so, um, so encouragement is there, but, and everyone probably needs a therapist, honestly, these days, but, um, but yeah, there was just this moment of, of why, why am I, why is this so hard? Like, why, why is adulthood so hard, you know, taking responsibility, for your children, for your house, for your job, for what you have to do. And, and why did I not learn this in my youth? And what was, what was wrong? So one of, one of the things I've talked to several people about of, of how to change this mm-hmm. is, is to put youth in more situations where they are not even thinking about themselves at all. Like, um, I, feel like I feel like selfishness has like a spectrum. Okay. And, or self-service, excuse me, giving service has a spectrum. And on one end of the spectrum, the, the most perfect end was our savior, of course, where he gave the ultimate sacrifice for other people. It was the hardest thing that none, no one will ever be able to comprehend. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so in life on, on earth, the experiences that are the most selfless and and the service that is the most selfless is that type of service that requires the most sacrifice from from us and so and so i just realized that all the service quote-unquote service i did as a youth like going and maybe singing at a at a um at an old folks home or 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 doing a, a musical number or even even I'm, I'm trying to think like, uh, like cleaning up someone's yard or something. I, there were, I wasn't put in enough situations where it was uncomfortable. Hmm. It's those uncomfortable situations where the youth need to wake up and realize, whoa, there's a world outside of my phone and my little problems, you know, of homework and, and basketball or whatever it is you're doing. Um, there's a world outside of this and I need to be aware of that world. If I'm going to be useful to my heavenly father, if I'm going to serve him and serve others. And so, so yeah, so the more sacrifice it is for us, for, for a person, the more selfless Hmm. it is. 
when in reality, all the selfless things that I did, quote unquote, selfless things that I did were kind of self-serving because I'd be up there playing my musical number or whatever, which is great. I love it. And it does bring the spirit and we need more youth who can step out and do that. But, but it like bolstered me up, you know, it made me feel like it was like, I'm this amazing person, you know, doing this musical number, but but in reality, and, and it's, and I, I always tried to pray. I always tried to pray saying, okay, I got to be humble. Got to be humble. Thank you. Heavenly father for this gift, you know? And, and that was what got me through it without getting too big of a head. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's just, there were these moments where I was doing things that was service, but it was like barely service <laughs> in my opinion, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So I hope that kind of helps answer your question a little bit. Yeah. And I even think uh, like walking that out a little bit more, like I can remember um, some service that I did in high school where, I mean, I genuinely wanted to help people, but I also wanted to be able to put that on my college resume to say, I was a part of this particular group and wasn't this great. And please give me admittance to your university or, Uh you know, I I did it for this so that then I could be in student government and be able to do this. Like it was never or very rarely ever like I care about this individual, want their life to be better and be able to help them out. And it's interesting because like, as you were talking, my mind was immediately drawn to serving a mission where you sort of leave family behind and just are like, all right, here we go. I mean, it's it's not it's not like the atonement of the savior. Of right? course, it's absolutely. A, it's, it's a far Nobody cry. Would. <laughs> but I mean, it it does feel, especially to oh, yes. to the young uh, member of the church, it does feel it, at least similarly in sacrifice because oh, yes. it's like everything that maybe I would have done, the direction I would have gone at this point, all of these things. I'm not as I'm going to, but as you know, my father, maybe literally, or maybe our heavenly father wants us to do. And we, we go and and are able to do that. But, but I don't know that, you know, I mean, parents, we, we have that opportunity to just be so selfless missionaries. We're able to do that. But as we look at, at kids, I think if we, if you, I mean, your kids are a little bit younger, but you'll know this in the next couple of years as they turn teenagers and hate you every, every day for every single thing. And you're like, Hey, I would like to make you uncomfortable. So you're not a jerk. Like that is going to be like, how, how, how do we do that? The concept, I get it, but how do we, how do you think we can promote that? Well, I think there are more, I think it's happening more in the, in the programs I've heard. I've heard the stake president in my particular stake that I'm in right now, um, that they said they have felt the need to include the youth in ministering, like a strong, a strong need to do that. So fortunately that is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing the youth with you to go talk to some person about their life and, and see, see what's wrong and what you can do. So that is a huge step right there. That one's huge. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. doing that, and I'm going to, I'm going to try to do that more with my own daughter, even though she's not in young women's yet is just take her with me. I haven't, I haven't done a ministering visit in a long time. And I'm, I'm, I want a disclaimer. I am not <laughs> perfect at service. And so this, this, this whole conversation is definitely not like do what I'm doing. It's, right. this is what I'm struggling with. And I realize why type of a thing. And so, um, anyway, so, so taking them, you know, having those experiences where the youth are with an adult and they are with, they are 
making a meal for somebody or they are um, doing something for someone where it's in that ministering capacity, but they have that adult there. So they're not, they're not totally alone. So it kind of, it kind of eases them into, okay, okay, we can do this. Let's have the courage. Let's, let's step into the, the service pool a little bit. Let's think about someone else. I think those experiences um, can really, really help. And also, also just having more talks with them of what can you do for your family or your friends without getting any recognition for it at all? Mm-hmm. Like what is something, what is like a secret service thing that you can do where you can feel good about helping someone's life, but without, and we have that, we have like secret Santa, you know, and like, like sister service thing, you know, we have things like that, like, at, like girls camp and stuff like that. But, but if like going and doing the dishes for your mom or going and, and doing the laundry, but, but then again, having that conversation of guess what in adulthood, <laughs> you will need to do this all the time <laughs> without getting any recognition for it. This is, you know, just step them into it, you know, help them realize, okay, okay, let's, let's, let's start doing this more often, more often so that, so that when they step into adulthood, it's not this like stark, okay, life's not about you and you're invisible. Like, (laughs) like that's just, that's kind of the moment I had is, is especially with um, babies when you like, once you, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but, but in the church, um, I have felt this is again, just my own experience. I have sure. felt that um, we kind of like when we go and we meet people and we see someone who's single, it's like, you're kind of drawn to them. You're kind of just like, oh, I want to know more about that life and why they're not single without asking it point blank, Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're older. But if you see someone who's married with kids in your mind, it's almost like you check them off. It's almost like you go, okay, they're done. I'll go talk to them. I'll see how they're doing, see what I can do to help them. But they're checked off. They're, they're sealed in the temple. They've got their kids. They're good. Mm-hmm. I need to go. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, like, it's, it's kind of this, it's they're checked off. They're done. They're, they're kind of invisible. They're living their life. We've got them where they need to be in society. And so they're done. And I, we need to step away from that a sure. little bit. Yes. And, and I know I'm kind of veering off here, but, um, but that's, it's all related. It's the, it's the, if, if I, if I spent more time, um, learning how to keep myself, um, keep myself solid with the Lord and getting validation from him and from my own strength in him and, and, and Christ's atonement, then maybe I wouldn't need other people to see me, you know, in, and acknowledge every little thing that I'm doing as an individual, as an adult. So, um, so, yeah, I, I want to get into that uh, a little bit in the third block about how we uh, how we how we seek and affirm the validation of our Heavenly Father in Christ. But before we get into that, I do want to ask you, how much do you think um, the problem with the and I'm again air quoting kids these days is, yes. is, is is the parents? How much is it that parents aren't leading out in good examples of service or, you know, looking around their community and reaching out to people? How, you know, what, what role do the parents play in caring about other people? Um, a vital, vital role. Parents and, and um, grand, this is again, just my opinion, parents and, and grandparents. I, I think the story that comes to my mind is President Monson. I think he told a story of how, I think it was his dad, and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but 
I think it was his dad who took him to go. He went, I think he picked up his uncle who his old uncle, someone, and he just took him for a drive. He's like, it's Sunday. We're going to go serve. And, and I have not done this. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there are moments where I'll, I'll make meals and I'll be like, I'll be like, these rolls aren't for you girlies. We're going to go <laughs> take these rolls to somebody else. Or I'm going to go help. I, I have recently helped this old lady who's who can't do laundry on her own. So I've done a little bit, but, but um, you know, it's, it, it is led by example. So, so it's interesting because you can't, you can't put everything on the leaders. Um, you know, the leaders sure. can only do so much to help their youth. Um, absolutely. It, it should definitely be parents and leading by example. And that's part of the, the whole ministering thing is if, is if the, if the youth go to more, um, visit more people with their parents and with their adult leaders and, and see, and see other people's problems that it would help. It ab- absolutely needs to come from the parents because, because yeah, if the parents are spending most of their time nurturing and, and, and it, it is not impossible. I mean, the parents are like, okay, let's get your grades up. So you're good and you can go to college. Um, but it is good to have those moments of just like, okay, what's the big picture here? What is life really about? And that that's another thing I kind of wanted to touch on is, is why, why kids are even developing their talents. Are they developing it to bolster themselves up? to be, to be bigger than the next person. And, and a lot of it is for scholarships and things. And I totally get that. And, and that's something fun to do. And Hey, ride that wave as long as you can, (laughs) I say, because as soon as you get hitched and have kids, um, life is different. And so there is a time in the season for all things, but, um, but it's important to remember, I am doing this, you know, Nephi was really good at this. I think Nephi said, um, I do not do this for my own boasting. I do not do it to boast of myself. I do it, you know, in all, in all things, keep an eye single to the glory of God. Right. And, and I think if our parents and leaders are teaching our youth more of that, like, why are you even learning the violin? Are you learning it to, that's one of my instruments is why are you even playing for people? Are you, are you playing for yourself? Is this about you? Who is this really about? And how are you going to take this through your life? to help spread more of, of to, to fulfill the Lord's purposes. Like how mm. will you use this to fulfill the Lord's purposes? As long as we keep them centered in that focus, then, then that will really, really help and, and keep their, you know, keep the eternal perspective of, 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 of I'm doing this for the Lord's work. So do you think that it's just as simple as sitting down, you know, if your kid is like, oh, I want to play basketball or I want to, you yeah. know, I want to learn the flute that yeah. uh, it's, do you think it's as simple as just having the conversation and say, yeah, great. How, how do we feel like this, you know, serves the Lord as you do this? Like, is that, is it as simple as something like that? Or do we kind of walk alongside kids and be like, this is great. And also service is great like how yeah. how the the literal uh you know doing of this how do we how do you, how do we do that yeah well i think i think reminding them that they are an example mm. always like um cuz if i think about it you know literally if i'm out there playing basketball you know i'm like how is this serving the lord well it's how you're playing basketball are you are you passing the ball are you encouraging your 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 teammates are you working your butt off for the team, 
Mm-hmm. Or are you doing this because you want to shine above other people? Mm. Um, so it's the mindset. I think I think constant reminders, um, having conversations is good, especially when a youth, um, when someone has recently been really successful. Yeah. Um, maybe they've gotten an award or something. It is good to have those moments of, hey, this is wonderful. And did you know, just reminding you, pride is the biggest sin. It is the universal sin. And if you don't keep Heavenly Father in your focus and keep the the main reason for why you're even on this earth a focus, um, uh, you will lose sight later on mm. and, and will and become miserable, honestly. And I think I had a lot of moments like that where where I've had major anxiety and depression because I was too focused on myself. I'm like, I'm like wanting to post something online to shine my light so people can see and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and, and that is, that is all over the youth today. That's why there are so many people in their 20 somethings who, who chase la la land. They're, they're just like, how can I seek that eternal validation? There's this, um, there's this, uh, if I, if I, if I may, just for a quick moment, have, yes, you, please. Seen, have you seen the, um, the show community at uh-huh. all? Have you watched it? Uh-huh. It, it is, it is hilarious. For anyone listening, it's a great show. It's clean. And what's great about it is they make fun of everyone. They don't, it's not really woke one side or the other. They make fun of everyone. I think it's on Netflix, but, but there's this, there's this moment where one of the characters uh, has this, this brief um, moment with fame. Um, His name's Chang in, in the show. And he becomes this guy who says, Hey, girl and it's really hilarious and he's on all these things but there's this there's this interview that he has with an interviewer and they said well congratulations to you you are on the road to eternal validation and (laughs) (laughs) and I just laugh because it's so true because everyone who becomes famous like like really famous everyone's just validating them forever and forever. And that's why so many of the youth want to be famous or be a YouTube star or something like that. Cause they just want people to forever and always say, good job. You're great. What's, you know, how is life for you? Like, tell me about your problems. I will forever validate you until the day is done. And, um, and it's, it's, it's so unrealistic and because it's not, it's not adulthood. Adulthood yeah. is, is self-validation through through christ and through remembering you are this small you are a bug under a brick he has given you everything that you have in your life and and you are here for him you your purpose is for him and whatever he needs you to do and if it if that is play basketball and 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 remember to be faithful to your covenants and 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 do that then that's great or if it's to to be a mother and and, and find a job to serve your family, then, then that's great too. You know, it's, it's what, what are his, what's his plan? Uh, I want to take another break uh, and then coming back in the third block. I want to talk a little bit more about Christ's validation, uh, self validation and how we can be able to, uh, you know, do those things that will really help us to have the peace and the happiness that we would like to have. We'll come back and we'll do that in the third block of the cultural hall. Book of Mormonsecrets.com, or you can find them on Instagram at Book of Mormon Secrets. This is the opportunity for you to not only be able to see uh, Russ Brunson be able to go through like all the cool things with 
the first edition hymnal of the church or uh, the first edition book of commandments. This is also an opportunity for you to be able to go and see these books in Idaho or be able to win a replica. You need to go right now to bookofmormonsecrets.com or you can follow them at Book of Mormon Secrets on Instagram. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Here in the third block of the Cultural Hall, remember Patreon.com forward slash The Cultural Hall. Uh, it's worth it for the videos alone. It also allows you to get access to episodes because we're recording so far in advance now. Uh, you're able to get those episodes before anyone else gets them. And in fact, when they come out later, you're like, didn't they already release this? And you're like, no. Oh, it's because I'm a Patreon saint. Go to patreon.com forward slash the cultural hall gets you to be a part of that secret but not sacred Facebook group where all the cool kids are hanging out. We'd love to have you over there. It is patreon.com forward slash the cultural hall. So I don't want to say that this is maybe one of the hardest things for me in my life. Uh, but this is one of the hardest things in my life when I I exhaustingly seek the validation of other people. <laughs> and and yes. to, to the credit of my wife, she will say things because I don't get it myself. I don't I I don't do it well, first of all. And second of all, I don't understand when I'm not doing it well. So she will say things like, are you doing this so that people will praise you right now or because you want to do this? Like that on the nose, that straightforward. Absolutely. And so, so I mean, this, this is a struggle, I think, for anyone, but in, in our time, in our day, in our age, a struggle for everyone on yes. some level. Mm -hmm. How do we... When you said Christ's validation, self-validation, yeah. I knew, but Christ's validation, I'd be curious as to, you know, what, what does that look like? What does that sound like? How do we know that that's what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it stems from, I'm not perfect at this, but this is just what I think it is. Um, I think it stems from your relationship with your heavenly father and your savior. So, so if you have meaningful prayers and, and moments where you're actually reading something, re reading the scriptures, reading a conference talk, whatever it is, and trying to receive revelation from him, if you do that regularly, um, that, that is really your rock right there mm -hmm. because, because you communicate through prayer and he communicates through his prophets and through his, his scriptures. And, and I think, um, let, like, let, let's say you're having like an awful day. Like, it's just, it's just a horrible, awful day. And you yeah, need pretend, to pretend as an adult that maybe one time you have an awful day. One it's time. A, it's a, it's a stretch for, <laughs> for people, but okay, let's pretend I'm there. I'm there with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Um, so so let's say, and, and this is, this is where I think it would be healthy. So say your spouse sees you and you're just like, 
and you're, and you're, you're crying or whatever, or something's up, something's up. You just say, Hey hun, I'm just having a hard day. Um, I just need a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I need, I need 15 minutes in my room, whatever. Can you deal with the kids, whatever? And they're just like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, and so then you, and, and that's the role of the spouse, right? They, they say, Hey, or how are you? Is everything okay? I'm here for you. I'm not here to fix your problems. I'm not here to listen for an hour because I mean, some wives can do that, but not all husbands can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband does listen for an hour, but slowly we've realized, okay, I, I might need a therapist, but um, <laughs> anyway, and that's for everyone, but uh, side point. Um, so anyway, so you take a minute and, and you get on your hands, hands and knees, you get on your knees. And you pray and you say, Heavenly Father, I need to know that thou art there for me. Mm. I need to know, I, I, I need to know how can I get through this moment? What's most important to thee right now? Mm -hmm. Um, and you say something like, like, um, you just, you just vent, you just say everything you're feeling. Like, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, I'm frustrated with this. Um, um. And, and for me right now, it's the dishes are all over the place. Uh, there's so much laundry to do. I want to be there for my kids. But I, you know, if you communicate the more specific, I remember the brethren have said, the more specific that you are in your prayers, the more specific your answers are. Mm -hmm. So like, um, I, I kind of, I kind of view the spirit as I can only give yes or no answers friend. So, so give me a specific question and then I'll give you a yes or no answer type of a thing. Mm -hmm. That's, that's just an idea I've, I've had in my head. I know that, that thoughts and specific, specific direction can be given, but, but, um, the more specific you are, like, uh, like, let's say you say, heavenly father, I'm going to focus on, um, doing the laundry for the next hour and a half or, or, or hour. That's my, that's my goal today. And, and I'm frustrated with it. Please help me. I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm just depressed. I need, I need thy help to be kind to my, to my children and to my spouse and to just focus, to get this done. Please help me. You know, you know, just, just the more, the more real you are and help me to know that thou art there for me. And then when you close it and you, you sit there, in that moment where you feel, okay, okay. And you just listen and you feel, and he will help you. He will be there for you. He will, I, I believe that he will be there to comfort you, to help you feel better, to give you um, the strength that you need to keep going. Because it's, it's in those moments, I specifically know that it's in those moments when you wake up, you're back to reality, you know, you're, you're looking in your room, whatever, wherever you are, and you feel that sense of, okay, I'm with you now to, to go. I have, I, you have my blessing. I'm with you. I will be with you to help you. And it, it's, it's that reminder for me. It's that reminder in my head of, okay, I'm on my knees now doing his work. And so because I have that thought, because I have that thought I'm doing his work, it's, I feel better. I feel better. I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about him. I'm thinking about his purposes and I'm thinking about others. When you take that moment to reconnect and recenter, then everything comes in, in line because you know your purpose. Hmm. Anyway, that's, that's how I see it in my mind. I know it's definitely not perfect. It's, it's something you have to learn through your whole life. Um, I, I don't, I definitely don't know it perfectly, but that's how I envision, um, 
validation from from Christ would be. I, you know, I appreciate this concept. When you sort of proposed it, I was like, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. And then <laughs> as as we've had yeah. this conversation, I re- I really do think it's um well, one, I think it's something that everyone can do, no matter where you're at. If you yeah. are the most humble of person or, you know, you are constantly seeking the validation just to have this moment, to take those quiet moments and be able to speak to our Heavenly Father and be like, hey, sup, here's where I'm at. This is what's yeah. going on. Anyone can do that, which is great. And anyone, no matter where they're at, can, you know, find some peace and and maybe some clarity as far as as yeah. this whole thing goes, I, I, I guess I get curious, uh, how do you, how do you find, or have you found, or are you seeking to find maybe yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the balance? Because there will be those people that are like, but you are the piano guys, but you do sure. play in the NBA, but you, you know, whatever yeah. that, that thing you, i mean maybe even but you are the stake president and i hate that we do that kind of stuff especially sure, in those per, sure. you know respective things but there there is there is that thing that is so constantly consuming and i think when it touches our professional and our livelihood mm-hmm. that that i think it becomes that much harder to sort of separate oh absolutely absolutely and i think i think the more we can do that in conversations mm-hmm. um like like just point blank with other people, the better. So, so say, say you are, say someone comes up to you, Richie T, you are amazing in this show, this, uh, cause you're doing the Indiana bones. Is uh-huh. that, is that what it is? Uh-huh. Um, Richie, you're just awesome. You're Indiana bones. You're, you're, you're so funny. You're, you're great. You say, you say, Oh, thank you. I'm blessed. Or, or, you know, just find little ways to bring it back to, to him. Just say, Oh, thank you. I I'm very lucky or, or, um, um, uh, the, the Lord's been kind to me or, or things like that. Even at t- times to mention the Lord is, is nice. And, and it's okay. Like, like the Lord wants us to have joy. Like it's okay to be like up on stage and be like, this is so fun. I love this. It's hilarious or basketball or whatever it is. I, I don't know why I keep going to that. I don't even play <laughs> basketball, but, um, but uh, he wants us to have joy, but just remembering, um, you know, saying those silent prayers, like not even like in our heart of, of just when you're done doing whatever it is you've done, if you've done it well, of just thank you for this opportunity to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it o- is only through, through thee and thy, thy will and thy blessings and everything that thou has given me to be able to do this. Um, just saying thank you in, in your heart, just like a quick, like, thank you, Heavenly Father. This is awesome. Um, just remembering, remembering to do that. Cause you're right. It's, it's, it's definitely a battle that everyone will fight the rest of their lives, especially as you get older. If you, if you get into higher callings or, or if with your job or, or with your kids or whatever it is, it is that constant, um, uh, temptation mm-hmm. to, to think more about yourself. But if you, again, and I think that's why we're, we're asked to say our prayers and to read scriptures is to be reminded of the, the plan of whose plan it is and whose life you're living. You're living your life, but it's for, it's for him. And, um, as long as we remember that, then we can, then, then we were more, it's easier to resist those temptations to, to just be, be humble and be thankful 
and, and pointed, point out other people like say, Oh, so-and-so just makes me look good. They're amazing. You know, like turn it around, turn it around. The more you can say, say, um, this person is great. No, no, that person is great. And just say, thank you. Just say, thank you. You know, we don't have to beat ourselves up. And that's, that's something that I have a problem with is I, I beat myself up way too much. And the Lord doesn't necessarily, I think, want us to do that. No. He doesn't want us to beat ourselves up. You can, you can do it in joking, whatever, in jest, um, I think, but, uh, but, but say thank you and then, and then compliment someone else or, or just, you know, a sincere thank you is, is, is goes a long way. <laughs> thank you to the person. And then thank you to heavenly father. And then, and then turn it around and, and point out everyone else who helped you get where you are. Because if you do that, if you're pointing, constantly pointing the finger to other people, that is another way of serving is, you know, when you're, when you're helping others, you, you're in the service of your God. So yeah. do you want to hear a haunting story that I've never told anyone? Sure. <laughs> Sure. I will tell I will tell you this briefly, but I've I've never told a, a spouse. I've never told, but oh really? This is, this is this is something that absolutely haunts me. So when I served my mission, I served in an area, then I got transferred away, and then I went back to the area. And uh and then when I came home, I went back out to the mission, right? And in that particular area where I had the opportunity to serve twice, like I really just crushed it in that area, right? Awesome. Uh, that was where I was very first. And then the second time I was there, I was like, I know where to go. I know where the people are. And we're bringing new people to church. And like, I was really, you know, like doing literal God's work. Yeah. And just feeling awesome about it. That's great. And I remember when I came back, when I was just visiting the ward, uh, there was a family there uh, that said, you know, Elder Stedman, the, the missionary work in this area has never been like how it was mm -hmm. when you served here. And I was like, oh, that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, that's great. That's that outward validation. And yeah, I, no, no, no. You felt no, good. No, oh, no, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> and I remember out loud, I said, that's what I want to hear, that it's never been the same as when I was there. And it has haunted me that oh. I that I was like oh yeah it's all about me you'll never uh -huh. be anything better than this and and I'm sure that I've said a a, a million other things that are similar sure. statements to that but sure. for some reason that point you know so much on the nose missing the point about what missionary work has done I literally have never told anyone about that oh and, wow and I have hoped to one day be able to uh, run into brother and that sister person. Barlow, who are the people in that ward, and be able to tell them, yeah, I missed the point, and I am sorry sure. that I said that, sure. uh, but I genuinely want to to make that apology because it was oh, it yeah. was so missing the point. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Abby, no, it's good though. There are three questions that we ask everyone who steps in the cultural hall. You know that I'm going to ask those of you right now. The first hey. question is: Is do you have a calling, and if so, what is it? My calling is the ward choir conductor. <laughs> there you go. Do you get to pick the songs or do you just get to conduct them? No, I pick them. I nice. pick them. It's um yeah, no, it's good. It's it's fun. Christmas time is a love-hate relationship. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it's great. It's fun. Are you the kind of choir director that had a singing ring out wild bells or did you leave that alone? Oh, um nope. 
Nope. I didn't sing that one. We did, we did some other ones. We did, we did this really cool, uh, it was Car- not Carol of the Bells. It was um, Noel with mm-hmm. Pachelbel's Canon. So okay. it was really cool. It was like, Noel, Noel, Noel. It was really pretty. And you sang all the parts like that? No, I'm just teasing. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> Actually, I did, though. <laughs> As a choir director, I'm like, Noel, Noel. <laughs> I'm like pointing to everyone. Kind if, of. You could, if you could pick a calling for yourself, either one that exists or make one up, what would you pick? Oh, let's see. Make one up. Um... Let's see. I've always, I love being in the primary. I've been in the primary before as the primary um, uh, uh, chorister for Mm -hmm. the kids. Um, Although I tried to do that recently again, and it was, I don't know what it was, but I was like, it was not feeling it. Like I love the kids, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't like, um, get everything together because you need to have like the structure, like the pictures and all the little things. And, and I'm like, no, I can't do this right now. Um, but no, I love, I love kids. I love kids teaching anything. Teaching with kids is, is fun. Yeah. And you love the horrible age of kids, middle school kids, Boof, get it, forget it. Well, and, and young women's, I want to get back into young women's sometime and, and tell them all the things that I've been thinking about with this conversation. Uh, and then the last question, we ask you to interpret it however you may, but the question remains, what is your favorite part of your faith? Um, my favorite part, I think, would be the people, would be having people. I feel like I feel like even if you don't believe everything in the gospel, I feel like we need to tell more people that going to church is like basically life support. Mm-hmm. It's That's what it is. It's life support. Um, is having people to, to have that mutual validation of we're all going through the same misery. <laughs> um, and, uh, just people there who can help you and you help them and, and, you know, be in it together. So I appreciate that. Uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body, that if you're not healthy enough to listen this week, that you'll be healthy enough to listen next week. And then when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast. We'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the Cultural Hall. Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat on the back row. We really got to go on the Cultural Hall.